0: Columbus Dispatch is taking an in-depth, year-long look at the Linden neighborhood. This series will explore how Linden became one of the most economically depressed neighborhoods in Columbus and the challenges of revitalizing the neighborhood. We'll speak with residents, neighborhood leaders, and elected officials throughout the series. You can read about it in the newspaper at Dispatch.com and listen on this podcast. This is Living in Linden.
1: This is Mark Farenchik I am the Columbus Neighborhoods and Urban Affairs Reporter for the Columbus Dispatch along here with City Hall Reporter Rick Ruan. Thanks for having me, Mark. Thanks for being here. We have done a year's worth of stories on the Linden neighborhood and we are wrapping that up on Monday. series started for a couple of reasons last year. One was former reporter here noted in a story and also the reaction to the closing of a Kroger store at the Northern Lights Shopping Center. And businesses open and close every day. But this was a hit to the neighborhood because not only for practical reasons, it made it more difficult for people who often don't have good means of transportation to get their groceries somewhere else, but also just uh, what it meant for the neighborhood in terms of just like a psychological blow, a big uh, vacant hole in an area that struggled to. To come back. So, as Mayor Ginther has made Linden a priority and says that they've done all sorts of great things there or plan on doing things there, we tried to take a look at many of the issues facing the area from medical issues to infrastructure to, again, roads Crime, crime, certainly. Education. All the things that Lyndon is struggling with and have struggled with for many decades. And when you talk to residents there, I think they have hope for the future. But some are very skeptical because the city has promised many things in the past and has not come through. So... The city, however, did put together a plan for Linden that spells out some paths that they can take.
0: Yeah, I think one of the big takeaways that I came away from this series of stories with was that things change very slowly. The problems in Linden really have taken hold over decades, as you've said, and there's not really a solution that is going to take a year or two years or five years. It's likely a lot longer. Longer than that. I think Kroger's really a great example just of how things change kind of slowly. You would hope that when your neighborhood loses an anchor grocery store that you rely on on a weekly or more than weekly basis, that something is going to come in there and fill the void quickly. And, you know, it took more than a year to even identify a tenant that could go in there and hope to fill in where Kroger, you know, fill that need that Kroger was meeting in the neighborhood, and it's likely going to take a little bit longer for them to actually get started there. That was the the story that you reported, Mark, on Saraga looking to to put a grocery store in there. I, I don't remember when they said that they were supposed to open, but we're looking at, you know, more than a year and a half without a grocery store in, in Linden. Correct.
1: So we were out there yesterday to talk to the owner, John Sung, and I think the original plan was to have it open, a soft opening by about now, or May. He now says early June. The store, is uh, the shelves are filling up. They are putting produce on the shelves. They hope to employ 100 to 120 people there, which will make a big difference. They're trying to hire from the neighborhood. He is confident now, more than he was even a month ago, that this is going to work because he's also had offers from people who want to open up small restaurants there from, I believe, Nepali food or Bhutanese food to a Mexican place. So there's a lot of interest there. Hopefully they can get support to keep it open. Again, we explored the impact of the immigrant community and the growing impact uh, there as people decide to move to Linden, often because it's very affordable there. Certainly there are housing problems there in terms of blight, uh, out-of-state landlords, which people are still concerned about who put as little as possible into their rental properties and don't keep them up. But one of the things that may help Linden in the future is that it is still an affordable place to live. And as other people look at other neighborhoods in Columbus and see that it's getting out of their price, range, that may be a way to open the door for people there.
0: Especially in a period of time where we've just seen a a really sustained housing market with high, high prices, you know, in neighborhoods where you probably used to be able to buy a house for $150,000, it's now well over Mm $200,000 and looking for a place that is affordable, you know, somewhere like Linden could be attractive. But you also have to have a reason for people to go there other than just to, to live there. They need those amenities that a lot of other neighborhoods have, like a grocery store, like access to retail, like access to jobs. Um, I mean, there are just many, many things that Linden needs and,
1: you know, they're not all going to show
0: up overnight.
1: Correct. And as people will tell you is that things are not going to happen as fast as they would like until they believe the city and the neighborhood gets a handle on crime, on prostitution, on blight, the issues that have been the community for many years, I was talking to a realtor there who said that a few years ago, homes that were selling for seven thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars are now selling for forty-five to seventy-five thousand dollars a year, something like that. So there is a growing market, growing demand, and home prices are coming up. But until. They get a handle on some of these very basic issues it's going to be a struggle
0: and we've reported on what they're trying to do around some of those basic issues crime and prostitution I mean the the city has rolled out these neighborhood safety strategies where they're not just trying to police more but they're also trying to address the trauma around violence and how that can ultimately affect people the city has certainly talked a lot about those sorts of things you know people in the neighborhood and in North Linden still want to see a more visible police substation. We reported right. on that earlier this year as well. I mean, the current substation up there is really kind of tucked away in Parkwood Avenue. And maybe something as simple as having a more visible police presence in that neighborhood can make a real difference. But I mean, those crime problems are really complicated. I, I mean, Very much. Y- you know, you see often that, you know, when you push crime, you really kind of push it into to other areas areas as opposed to, to solving it. And I, I don't think that that's what the, the city wants to accomplish. They don't want to go in and eradicate portions of crime in Linden and see them move into other neighborhoods that abut Linden right now.
1: Correct. One of the things that leaders and others have always said that is a problem or a challenge in rebuilding Linden, turning it around, is that there is no real community anchor to base that on or to build off of like children's hospital nationwide children's hospital on the south side university obviously some other major employers having said that we did learn this week that Nationwide Children's Hospital has applied for a grant, not sure how much, to move and uh, initiate a healthy homes type program in Linden like it has around Children's Hospital itself where they've invested a lot of money with another nonprofit to build and renovate houses around the uh, Nationwide Children's Hospital campus off of uh, Livingston and Parsons to bring back that neighborhood to create a gateway to the area and to help rebuild the neighborhood. The hospital does not have any kind of a physical presence like that in Linden. So it's interesting that they're looking there. The hospital folks will not talk about it because they haven't gotten the money back, but that may be an anchor of sorts, something to build off of depending on what their effort is and what they're going to try to do there. Housing's important. It's important for a health issue. Good housing means better health outcomes. There's the Celebrate One program trying to reduce infant mortality. They say housing's a major component of that, and Linden is one of these areas that's been hard hit by that. So there's a growing recognition that housing matters, and there may be more efforts there as nonprofits have built homes there from Habitat for Humanity to Homeport. The private market really hasn't looked at it, but having said that again, the Linden neighborhood has some good, strong neighborhoods within that that they can probably build off of, and these efforts, if they come to pass, should help.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Children's Hospital because I think that that gets to the the heart of something that you and I have talked about a lot as we've reported this Series, and it's that Linden not only doesn't have an anchor, it doesn't have a champion that is going to bat for it every day and investing in the neighborhood now going to city leaders and lobbying them for you know what they want to see that neighborhood become. And absent that, the, the city has really had to be the, I guess, organization to kind of step in and fill that void. But it can't really be the city long term. I mean right. the city is a lot of different neighborhood. It's not just it's not just Linden. There are many competing interests that are competing for city resources and the city's attention. And over the the long haul, there has to be something or somebody else that carries that baton and really kind of pushes that neighborhood forward. And I don't know that we really have any evidence yet that that corporation or individual has or nonprofit has materialized, but it does seem to be part of the formula for revitalizing neighborhoods here in Columbus that you get that kind of anchor that pushes things forward.
1: Correct. And so without that, a lot of attention is going to be focused again on the city's efforts and the about Mayor Ginther's promises and commitments that he's talking about to make sure Linden turns around. And as a newspaper, as a news organization, we will be keeping on top of them to see how they're doing and how the community's reacting to that. So read the story and go online and watch our videos and look at the photos. And thank you for reading